This is a download from Ormskirk Christadelphians of one of our Sunday afternoon talks. A video of the talk is also available along with more downloads on our website, ormskirkchristadelphians.org.uk. If you'd like to join us in person, our talks take place at our meeting room on Moorgate in Ormskirk every Sunday at 1.45pm. We hope you enjoy the talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Um, so this uh, talk is going to be looking at uh, baptism. Why do people get baptised? And uh, we're going to uh, sort of cover uh, a number of areas. Um, I suppose the, the fundamental question is in the title, why, uh, to begin with. Um, then we'll uh, also kind of look at... Um, the mechanics of it, if you like, what, what, what actually constitutes um, Bible baptism. Uh, so we're going to be looking at the how. And then finally, um, we're going to be thinking about when. Um, when is it appropriate? What's the timing that uh, is, is right? And we'll sort of see that um, you know, that can be uh, a, a very important thing to uh, consider. So we're going to start off then with the, the first of those, why, um, and uh, I hope uh, this will all work. Um, so we're going to look at Matthew, uh, Matthew's Gospel, uh, chapter 3, and a couple of verses from, from there. Um, so the, the, the first uh, explanation of why we should be baptised is, with, well, because Jesus was. And uh, it says in Matthew uh, 3, uh, verse 13, Then Jesus came from Galilee to Jordan, uh, to John, uh, to be baptised by him. Uh, John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptised of you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered uh, him, Let it be so now, for thus it's fitting for us to fulfil uh, all righteousness then he consented so uh, the Lord Jesus himself uh, was baptised that's very clear isn't it um, there's also an instruction to others to be baptised uh, Mark's gospel chapter 16 and verse 16 uh, it says uh, whoever believes sorry I'll let you turn it up I'm I'm cheating. I've got the verse written on my presentation here, so I should let you get to that uh, first. Mark, uh, Mark's Gospel, chapter 16, verse 16. Uh, whoever believes and is baptised will be saved, uh, but whoever does not believe uh, will be condemned. So the, the, the saving part, we can see there, it, it, it's connected with the, both belief and then uh, this action of baptising, um, following on from believing. Okay, and then that leads into this, this final point, um, not just Jesus' instruction, um, but that baptism is a, a, a fundamental requirement for uh, salvation. We'll go to First Peter, so Peter's first letter, and uh, chapter 3. And uh, verse 20, going sort of part way into the verse there. Um, 
And, and here there's a, a very interesting parallel being drawn between baptism and uh, an episode from the, the Old Testament of uh, Noah uh, and the Ark, which might be familiar with that particular uh, um, st story in Genesis. But um, it says there in verse 20 uh, that God's patience waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared in which a few, that is eight persons, were brought safely through water. Baptism, which corresponds to this, now saves you. Not a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Um, if, if the wording that you've got in your Bible is slightly different, I'm reading from the um, English Standard Version, so ESV, um, but uh, hopefully that message is clear there. You can see that Peter is saying it's not about having a wash, if you like. Um, this is something different. This is about uh, something connected back to Noah and what he had to do to uh, be saved and for his family to be saved he had to build an ark he had to do something practical to show his faith um, and to enable God to show his mercy and, and save him uh, from that judgment that happened uh, to those around him and baptism uh, is like that it's, it's not uh, about uh, cleaning away dirt um, it, it, it it's uh, a different thing altogether, an association, as we'll see, with what uh, the Lord Jesus Christ has done uh, for us. So th that's just a few um, examples of, um, that, that I think really show why baptism is important, why baptism is a, a key part of uh, what believers need to uh, take on board. Um, now we need to think about how. So this is a, a little bit more the mechanics of baptism. Just thinking with that last example of, of Noah, um, well, he built an ark, and that's a parallel with baptism. So w what, what does it actually mean? What do we, we need to do um, to, to be baptised? We're not building a, a ship, clearly. Um, well, the, the key to understanding this is um, actually understanding where the word baptise uh, comes from. Um, we need to understand its its meaning, and um, it's a derived from a Greek word baptizo, meaning to dip or to immerse. And we can find uh, Greek um, manuscripts that talk about um, the process of changing the colour of cloth, uh, and the process of dyeing the cloth, and saying that the cloth needs to be baptized into. Uh, the dye so that it takes on the new colour uh, and it's changed. So there's this connection with um, the cloth dyeing process and the purpose of that to uh, make the cloth a different colour. So it's, it's gone from being one thing and it's now something else. Now at this point I was going to do uh, a little illustration. Um, and bring a cloth that would change colour for you by dipping it in water and I completely forgot to bring it with me but I think you can probably guess the idea that you could take a, a piece of cloth and if you took a little bit of dye and dropped it on it the cloth would really pretty much remain the same colour it's now just got a few spots on it 
And what baptism is all about, and this word baptize, baptizo, it's about getting that cloth and putting it right down into the, the, the liquid so that it's completely soaked, and then it comes out and it's a totally different colour. So that's what the illustration would have been, and hopefully you, <laughs> you can imagine um, that's what we were going to see, uh, and I hope you're not too disappointed that you haven't seen that. Um, if you like, you can do that for yourself at home, and, and uh, maybe that will uh, illustrate the point for you. Okay, um, so that's uh, a little bit uh, of, of the background of how but a really, really good way of understanding this um, is to look at a case study. And so we're going to look at Acts uh, chapter 8, verses 26 through to 39. And uh, Andrew's going to read that for us. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to see uh, in this passage um, an awful lot of the key things that we need to understand about what baptism uh, means and why it's important. Acts chapter 8, verses 26 to 39. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise, and go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure, and had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot, read Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him, and heard him read the prophet Isaiah, and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I, except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb dumb before his shearer, so opened not his mouth. In his humiliation his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth." And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or of some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptised? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, Thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went both down into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptised him. And when they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip, that the eunuch saw him no more. And he went on his way, rejoicing. Thank you very much, Andrew. So, um, in that passage, we saw this person, this uh, Ethiopian eunuch. He's he's travelling back from Jerusalem to his homeland, 
um, and uh, he's uh, encountered the, the, the gospel of sorts in Jerusalem. He's, he's got a scroll of the prophet Isaiah. He's reading it. He's thinking about what he's heard in Jerusalem. Um, this is not long, that long after uh, the death and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, and he's reading um, Isaiah 53, and uh, he's, he's wondering what this is all about. And um, Philip, uh, one of the apostles, he, he comes to him and he explains uh, what the gospel message is from, from that chapter and other places. So we can distill the, the, the action uh, in this, uh, this, this chapter and verses 28 and uh, 31 it's, it's very, very clear. This is a, uh, an adult, a person who's fully grown up and able to um, make decisions for, for themselves. And he's on a mission to seek the truth. He, he's, he wants to know uh, about God's uh, gospel message. And as we said, that Philip is there. He explains it to him. So now he has the gospel message expounded to him he understands what it's all about he understands why the lord jesus christ uh, had to uh, live uh, and had to be crucified and why he uh, has risen from the dead and as a result of that he feels the need to do something he has in him a, a, a response uh, is um, Overwhelming that he needs to do something uh, about this um, to be associated with the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, they are at a place where uh, it's possible uh, to be baptized. It, it said there, um, you, you might have spotted it, it said, Here is water. Now that doesn't mean. Um, here is a, a you know a little puddle or something, and and anyway he would have some water in the chariot, wouldn't he? He's on a long journey, um, so the, it wasn't that they they needed just some water. What they needed was water, <laughs> and this is a Greek word hudor, uh, meaning water in a, a river, a fountain, or a pool. In other words, lots of water, water that you can get into. That's what that means. Uh, and then verse uh, 38, it said, they both go down into the water so that Philip can baptise him, um, so that he can be immersed uh, in the water. Um, the, the sprinkling of water was not good enough. Um, and, and anyway, if that was good enough, they could have done that in the chariot using the water that he would have no doubt had. But it wasn't. So they had to do it this way. This is the, the prescribed way. And we might be thinking, well, why? That seems like an awful lot of effort, doesn't it? Why do we have to do that? Um, well, we haven't got time to go through the whole of Romans 6 uh, in great detail today. But I'm going to just cite one verse from it that uh, I think is particularly uh, helpful what I would do, though, is, is ask that maybe as a follow-up to this talk, um, when you're back at home, get out your Bible and read through the whole of Romans chapter 6 and think about its message about baptism, because it, it really distills into one place 
how important it is and why it's uh, relevant and, and the, 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 the associations uh, and meaning of it all. But verse 4 of Romans uh, chapter 6, um, this is the Apostle Paul writing, and uh, this, this verse I think really just highlights it. He says, that, therefore we are buried with him, with the Lord Jesus Christ, by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. So it, it's, it's not about um, a, a, a sort of a ceremonial washing as such. This is actually symbolising death and resurrection. And, and the message we were thinking earlier about Noah and the ark and, and going through the, the waters of the flood there uh, in a, a flood that caused the, the, the people around him to perish um, and yet Noah was saved because of the ark and baptism uh, is this parallel um, and uh, so there in Romans uh, 4 um, the connection with the Lord Jesus Christ that by being baptised with him into his death we also can somehow uh, which we'll think about be also raised to life by God's power um, to newness of life. Um, so the, the parallel is, is really we're thinking about the grave. So we've thought about um, uh, the why uh, and the, the how. Um, well, just let's summarise what we've, we've, we've worked through. Um, so we saw that uh, Jesus was... Uh, baptized and that he instructs his followers to do the same um, we've seen that it's it's needed for for salvation because it represents the death and the resurrection of Jesus um, we saw with the Ethiopian eunuch this this process if you like where uh, he was an adult who heard the gospel uh, who felt the need to respond to it uh, and then took action and uh, We've thought about that, those mechanics of what it actually involves being um, buried in the water, um, full immersion, which is why some other form of baptism, uh, sprinkling or whatever, it, it, it's not appropriate because it doesn't make that representative connection with the death and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. So we have looked at uh, how and why. Um, the next real question is when? And this is where it gets a little bit harder, uh, perhaps, to, um, to, to think about. Um, what I've tried to do here uh, is, is put together some thoughts, because I recognise that everybody's situation is different and unique. Um, the, the Bible in, clearly instructs us all to be baptised... Uh, and so the question then is, can, can, we, can we do that? Can we all be baptised? Can anyone uh, at any stage of their life be baptised? Um, are there some reasons why we might not be baptised when it's not appropriate? Um, so we're kind of thinking, are there some barriers here? 
Um, now, I'm, I'm not going to set up these barriers and knock them all down and then say, well, look, you know, you've got no reason not to be baptised. That wouldn't be particularly fair. Um, I think what I'm thinking about more is um, things that might be personal concerns. We're, we're, we're looking from the individual's point of view at the situation, the, the, the challenge of baptism, rather than looking at somebody and going, yeah, you've got no reason to not be baptised because that wouldn't be um, fair so I think there are um, things that actually are good reasons why you shouldn't be baptised that might be a bit of a surprise but you'll see what I mean in in, uh, a moment as we go through these so um, I'm going to hit you with a whole load of possible reasons now Um, so uh, I'm too young I'm too old I was baptised as a child. I was baptised previously. I'm worried about being interviewed. I'm waiting for someone else or for others. I'd not be able to live a life that's like Christ. I'll not be able to please myself. It's going faster than I am. Um, I do not believe baptism is needed. Uh, I don't want to be baptised. I do not believe. I do not know enough. Uh, I don't know how to go about it. I think that was all of them. Um, So these are just some, there may be some other things that you can think of, but I thought this covered a a pretty broad range of personal circumstances that people looking at baptism might think were uh, relevant things to be concerned about. Um, So let's think about them one by one. Um, And uh, as we do so, we're going to, sort of tick them off and hopefully you'll see what I mean about some are probably good reasons and some uh, less good reasons so uh, start off with uh, I'm too young by the way can, can you actually all see this right at the back so I'm too young has just gone slightly bolder so hopefully you can see that's the one we're thinking about um, so we, we thought about the Ethiopian eunuch um, he was uh, a, a, a grown up he could make decisions he was in a position of some authority in fact Um, but clearly um, somebody who could take the decision for himself yes I'm responding to the call of the gospel I want to be baptized Um, but at what stage in life do you reach that point that's debatable isn't it Um, for some people uh, some youngsters mature very early and they can make those decisions for themselves and really understand what they're doing. Um, Others mature a little bit later, maybe they need more time. Um, I'll volunteer, I was 23 when I was baptised. It took me a little bit longer perhaps to work through everything I wanted to think about. Um, uh, And my niece was baptised when she was 15. So, um, you know, for different people it's, it's a different situation. But clearly there's a point where you are too young when you're not independent enough to make that choice for yourself and when we look in scripture we don't find examples of children who are you know in that situation not being able to make decisions for themselves um, being baptized it just doesn't occur Um, and certainly the idea of sprinkling infants and saying that counts as baptism not as a bible teaching at all we can't find it so I am too young I think we have to say that can be 
uh, an issue. Um, so we make that go red. Uh, move on to the next one, which is I'm too old, uh, the other end of the spectrum. Um, and I suppose what we're saying here is, do we feel that can, we can make a change in our life? Have we kind of got to a point where we have a, a, a view of the world and our place in it and we can't mentally adjust to a difference? Because baptism is about having a different outlook. It's about making a change, um, about associating your life uh, with the Lord Jesus Christ's death and resurrection and wanting to follow his example. So it requires a, a degree of ability to, to think differently and behave differently um, and, and try to be uh, a follower of the Lord Jesus. So if we're saying I'm too old means um, I'm not prepared to, to try, then that's a barrier. But otherwise it isn't. You're never too old. And there are examples in, in scripture of people obviously of senior years um, who uh, responded to the gospel message. God calls us all. Um, it's up to us to respond. So I don't think we can say that I'm too old is a reason for not being baptised. So we're going to make that green. This is the coding, basically. Um, you might want to argue with me afterwards whether something should be red or green. But I'm thinking from the person's, uh, the person's point of view rather than us looking at them, if you see what I mean. So if uh, you are of senior years and you think... Really, I'm too old. Um, well, it's that's that's you saying that that's a problem for you. It's not something that Scripture says is a barrier. So I hope that's sort of explaining it. Okay, we'll move on to the next one. I was baptised as a child. I suppose what we mean here is people who have, um, through previous contact with Christianity. Uh, perhaps been uh, christened so what we were talking about earlier sprinkling on of water as an infant um, but we've also discovered that's not really what the bible um, says is baptism at all so it it can't make that association with what the lord jesus has done for us um, it's uh, it, it, almost irrelevant well i'd say it is irrelevant because it's not bible teaching so we shouldn't factor that in to our thinking about whether we should be baptised now. We have to put it to one side. It's, it's, in God's eyes, it's like that didn't really happen. Um, and think afresh and say, right, what, what do I feel about the gospel now? Because it's about making a conscious choice yourself. Uh, and so if you were baptised as a child, it's not a barrier to being baptised as an adult uh, so we can make that green and say, right, put that to one side. Um, similar sort of thing, slightly different maybe. I was baptised previously. So now we're thinking maybe you're a bit older, maybe you came to uh, a, a, a different um, set of uh, beliefs about Christianity, um, but you've now come to uh, discover what we understand to be Bible truth, uh, and you recognize that your faith has changed your your understanding of the gospel has changed your understanding of what the lord jesus christ has done for you has changed does that mean you need to be baptized again well there's nothing to stop 
somebody being baptised again. Um, my personal view, um, I'd say I, I really strongly believe that it's best to be baptised again because you're making that connection with what you now understand uh, your, your message, your, sorry, your understanding of the gospel message to be. Um, you're demonstrating that that's what your faith is and that that's what it's um, uh, inspiring you to do. Your response is that. So um, maybe that's one to discuss afterwards if you have concerns about. But I personally don't think that that's a barrier. So I think we can make that one green uh, and move on to uh, another one. Now, this might be something that you've not encountered before. Um, I'm worried about being interviewed. Well, we, we didn't hear the um, Ethiopian eunuch being interviewed. It didn't say, and Philip interviewed the eunuch, and at the end of the interview, <laughs> Philip said everything was fine. Well, he didn't need to, because we saw that uh, he expounded the gospel message, and the eunuch said, what do I need to do to, to you know, uh, respond to, to this? Um, so... Uh, it's clear that there was an understanding that the eunuch had as to what the gospel was all about by the time Philip had finished explaining. Um, and, and this is what the interview, if you like, it, it, it's about making sure that your understanding of the gospel uh, is sound so that the action that you take of being baptised uh, has a, a good foundation, that it's, it's on the right basis. Um, it's not about um, quizzing you on Bible knowledge. It's not about that at all. It's, re it's entirely about understanding what your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ uh, is, what you want it to be as a result of being baptised. So um, it's more of a friendly discussion. It's not uh, uh, something intimidating at all. Um, I, I well remember mine, and I, I enjoyed the the time enormously. I mean, it was you know an hour or so, and it was it was a lovely chat, and um, you know, so it, it wasn't something to worry about or to fear at all. So I think I hope we can turn that green as well and say that's that shouldn't be a, a worry, a concern to us. But it's all about just making sure that we're doing the right thing for the right reasons. Um, there's probably less of an issue. Um, maybe it's more of a, of a thing for, uh, I'm thinking in um, Christadelphian ecclesias where there's a lot of young people and um, maybe there's a little bit of a peer group of people the same age and they're, they're, they're sort of, oh, is that person going to be baptised and oh, I'm not sure I want to be baptised until they are, that kind of thing. Well, if... If that's what your level of understanding is, then you're not ready. Because, uh, how can I put it? Christians shouldn't be selfish people. They should always be looking out for the needs of others. But there's one thing in your life as a Christian that you have to be absolutely selfish about. And that's the decision to be baptised. It shouldn't involve anybody else anybody else's influence or concern or thinking about um, you know should uh, if I am baptised would that other person um, like it dislike it want to be baptised themselves it's only about you and your relationship with the Lord Jesus 
So if you're waiting for others, that probably means that you haven't really understood what that relationship needs to be. Um, so I think that's a case of you need to go back and think more. Maybe it's something that will come with a little bit more uh, maturity and age um, as you grow in, in your understanding and appreciation. So we, we'll move on from that, but I think that's a barrier because it shows um, maybe a not complete understanding. So we make that one go red. I'll not be able to live a Christ-like life. Um, which is a bit of a tongue twister, that last bit. Um, now, this is an interesting one because it could mean two things. Um, you might mean that you actually want to live a not Christ-like life. And if that's the case, then you shouldn't be baptised because that's not what it's about. But if you mean, I don't think I'm going to be up to it because... I don't think I have the strength because it's difficult. The Lord Jesus was perfect in every way. He never sinned and I'm not good enough to do that. Well, if that's the case, then you've totally understood what the problem is. That we all sin, that we all fail, but being associated with the Lord Jesus Christ gives us hope of overcoming that um, and uh, being rewarded with uh, eternal life so um, I'm going to go with that second one because I think that's a more positive way of looking at it and say well, that's green because uh, if, you, if you have that view then you're well on the way to understanding what your life in Christ needs to try and be um, so this is slightly it's related maybe um, but I'll not be able to please myself um, Again, if you uh, if you think of it in terms of um, uh, how can I put this? Um, you want to please yourself, um, then that's not following the Lord Jesus Christ, um, and therefore, if you want that in your life, if you want to be able to please yourself then you shouldn't be baptised. So I, th I think that's why we have to make that one red. Do you see it's slightly different from the living a Christ-like life? Oh, apart from I made it green. Why did I do that? Um, ah, right, okay. So I suppose what I was thinking was that could be a barrier um, if you want that to be a barrier. So... It, it's a little bit vague, that one. Now, maybe that's one that I, I needed a third colour and make it a sort of... In fact, is it slightly different green? Maybe it is. That, maybe I planned that. Anyway, that could be one we could talk about afterwards. But um, you see what I mean? It, there is, um, there's nuances there where if you wanted to please yourself, then clearly being baptised is not a good thing. Um, but if you, um, if you recognise that that's the case, but you're prepared to not please yourself, then that's not a barrier. Okay. <laughs> I do not believe baptism is needed. Um, well, that's a curious one, isn't it? Because we've, we've looked at examples from Scripture, and we've looked at the Lord's commands, 
and um, it's pretty pretty clear isn't it um, but there are Christian groups who don't really worry about this and yet we've, we've seen that baptism is, is well it's essential for salvation he that believes and is baptised shall be saved um, so I think we have to say that if you believe that baptism is not needed, if it's not necessary, then you, well, clearly you shouldn't be baptised, but that you really should question whether your hope can lead to salvation because my Bible teaching clearly makes this connection that baptism is part of your journey to God's kingdom. Um, it's, it's really, it's the start of it. And so if you don't start on that journey, you can't reach the destination. It's, I think it's as simple as that. So um, I think we have to make that one red. That is a barrier. Um, I do not want to be baptised. Um, so it might be that you're just, you're not comfortable with the idea of making a public confession of your of your faith and being uh, immersed in in water now there there are ways of making a baptism perhaps a less formidable experience to be honest i didn't think it was when i was being baptized i found it a, a very exciting uplifting uh thing to to do and to mark um the beginning of a relationship with the lord jesus christ um so if you don't want to be baptized because you're a little bit worried about those sort of mechanics then well maybe we can put that to to one side but if you if you don't want to be baptized because you don't think it's required you you know it um it's a little bit like the 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 one we've just been thinking about then then that's going to be uh, a a bit of a problem so that would be a, a barrier um the next one is probably the easiest one to to deal with isn't it from where we've been thinking about um the the case study with the ethiopian eunuch and 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 everything it's all been wrapped up in having faith having an understanding of the gospel message and believing in something as a result believing that the lord jesus christ um is the, the the way in which you can be saved and so if you don't believe Clearly, you shouldn't be baptised because it's not going to be um, any sort of uh, advantage to you. Um, Coming from belief then, say you do believe, but you're worried about how much you know. Um, So I do not know enough. And um, when I was growing up in an ecclesia in the Midlands, um, you know, there, there was sort of, tales of can you memorize all of the uh, kings of israel and judah can you recite the um the the, the ten commandments and the, the 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 twelve apostles and all these sort of head knowledge which is useful to have that ready recollection of of, of things from scripture but it's not necessary um the ethiopian eunuch had a had a scroll he'd been reading it he had it explained to him it was all written down he didn't really need to know huge amounts he probably did know quite a lot but he didn't need to he needed to know sufficient to understand what he was doing and then he was able to be baptized so 
we need to know that amount uh, enough so that we, we, we know what it's about. And, and well, I hope this talk actually kind of covers that. Um, so uh, we, we know what baptism is, but you also do need to know what it's about. We, we, we were um, looking earlier about the connection with um, Noah and that Christ's um, death and resurrection. So we need to know something about the Lord Jesus Christ and why we need to be baptised, what is the, our, our uh, relationship with, with God, the reason why sin is a problem, these sorts of things. So th- there's a, an area there we need to, to, to have some understanding of. But it's not about memorising lots of things from, from the Bible. That's, that's the point there. So it's not really a, a, a barrier um, as such. So I think we can turn that green. Um, I don't know how to go about it. That's there just simply because if we've got to this point and you're thinking, well, I I don't really have any barriers and actually I'm really interested, I I want to follow this up, what do I do next? Um, Well, it's very easy. Um, I'll explain what I did, which was I talked to someone at the Ecclesia, uh, the Christadelphia meeting in, in South London that I was... Uh, going along to and said I really understand now I need to be baptised and we had a series of evenings where we just talked through what it meant Um, we looked at scripture and thought about what I understood and then after a a few of those he said well you know you're you're absolutely okay Um, you know you should be baptised and so my parents ecclesia they organised it all for me so it really was easy on my part. And so for you, if you're thinking about it, all you need to do is talk to someone and everything will be done for you um, because there's nothing <laughs> that we love more than people uh, responding to the call of the gospel. And uh, the, um, we, we will go uh, uh, do everything we, we can to make uh, the process of being baptised uh, as straightforward for you, uh, knowing the, making sure, of course, that the basis upon which you're doing it uh, is the right basis that you understand. Okay, so that's that's green as well. So we got through them all, all thirteen, and uh, we can sort of sum things up. Um, some of those were barriers, and some were. They're not. Um, And for individuals, there can be real barriers that are definite reasons why you shouldn't be baptised. But that's from your perspective as as a uh, person considering your situation. The barriers aren't barriers that God puts in place. Um, So we need to reflect, think about them. Are they barriers? Are they actually um, sort of an excuse, a reason why we've been putting it off or thinking that we... We don't need to. Um, fundamentally, what we need to do is reflect, be honest with ourselves. We need to be honest with, with God. Um, and uh, God willing, in time, uh, things, I hope, will work through for you. But just to reflect on that verse that we 
uh, cited from Romans 6 and just a reminder to look at Romans 6 and go through that chapter and hopefully it'll build on what we've been thinking about this afternoon. Um, There the Apostle Paul says, Therefore we are buried with him, with the Lord Jesus Christ, by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. That's a fantastic promise that God makes to us. And we're asked to do so little uh, in order to receive that. So please give that your consideration. Uh, And thank you ever so much for being here and listening. I hope you found it helpful. We hope you enjoyed that talk. For more downloads, videos, information about what we believe and details of our meeting times, go to our website, ormskirkchristadelphians.org.uk.